It has been said that into each life a little rain must fall. And sometimes places that don't look all that wonderful have to be replaced. And that almost happened to what I want to share this podcast and the next about. I'm referring to Union Station. Union Station was a big part of the history here in Kansas City. And to think that in the early 1990s, we almost lost it. Well, there were other places, I guess, that after a certain period of time needed to go. But the whole story of Union Station only scratched the surface when people were trying to close it way back when. Going to tell that story for this podcast and for the next. And I learned a little bit of history that I wanted to share with you. I'm going to try to do that over the course of these two shows. The history, the rise, the fall, and rise again of Union Station. We will start talking about it on the other side of this break. said it was coming and ladies and gentlemen x has marked a brand new spot this is terry runyon from the podcast here to tell you about the new riverside red x much bigger than the old a lot more groceries to be sold to you a lot more enthusiasm behind the opening as i've discovered firsthand and this is something that more and more people are going to really want to have a look at. The store is located right next to where the old one had been. And I think you'll find it's much, much bigger than the one that had been there for over 70 years. This one is going to last even longer, and it has the crowd to prove it. When you get a moment, stop by the brand spanking new local Riverside Red X. X has marked a brand new spot, and it's going to stay there for quite a while. I came across an article detailing where Union Station was back in the 1990s compared to where they are right now. And it tells a lot of history even to start with. I want to share it with you at this point. This is from the Union Station Kansas City Facebook page. Many people who visit Union Station today may be unaware that in the 1990s, this historic monument stood empty, in disrepair, and under threat of demolition. In 1983, a deteriorating Union Station was closed other than for the infamous Amtrak inflatable bubble and the Lobster Pot restaurant. Amtrak left in 1985 and the Lobster Pot closed in 1989. The station was then left empty and under threat of demolition before finally being saved 
thanks to private donations and a 1996 by state sales tax. After being restored to its former glory, Union Station reopened to the public once again on November the 10th of 1999. Since then, Union Station has operated as a self-supporting nonprofit. And anytime you support Union Station by becoming a member, making donations, purchasing items such as our Sea of Red posters, or simply paying the preservation fee added to certain tickets, you are not only helping ensure the ongoing integrity of our 850,000 square foot historic treasure, but you are helping ensure that what you see in these photos never happens again and that Union Station will be protected and preserved for generations to come. If you have Facebook, I invite you to navigate to Union Station's page. You're going to see some rather interesting pictures. I'll give you my audio description of them as we go here. I can get them up. A lot of restoration. Quite a bit of restoration. The designs are absolutely remarkable to me. Let's see if I can get any further here. Well, what I'm going to try to do then is find my way to the page itself. Just a second. Get it up here right quick. It is a landmark, of course, and it was established originally in 1914. That's something that I have learned as well. There's a birthday fundraiser for Union Station that I guess somebody's in the middle of right now. Let me see here. If you can get on... Get on... A lot of people that are on Facebook have set up charities for people to donate to. And this nice lady said donate to um, Union Station. I may do that much. I'll probably stay with, uh, with the pet project. We'll advertise on that later on in the show. Later on between now and when my birthday rolls around. We have, you're invited to take a trip to the Upside Down World, Upside Down and Laser, Stranger Things at our Arvin Gottlieb Planetarium, March 10 and 11, March 17 and 18 at 8 p.m., featuring a new set list, including Running Up That Hill, Master of Puppets, Detroit Rock City, and more fan favorites from the show are brought to life in stunning laser light displays under the planetarium dome. I think next weekend might not be a bad idea to look at that. The complete list for the show, Should I Stay or Should I Go, Sunglasses at Night, Baba O'Reilly, Runaway, Detroit Rock City, Past the Duchy, Running Up That Hill, Separate Ways, Stranger Things Theme, Extended, Master of Puppets, and last but not least, The Never-Ending Story. 
It will be in the planetarium tonight, along with next weekend. There's some pictures up talking about... Hold on here. Building a monument. Photographed on August 23rd and October 30th of 1912, we see Union Station's iconic south facade taking shape at an unimpressive pace over a two-month period. A scaffolding structure in the first photo was used both in building the walls and then decorating the interior. One of the main... One of the many decorations up in there. There is a Maya exhibit. Maya, yeah, the exhibition. We're down to their final two weekends. Now, this is something I'm going to have to do at some point. And who knows, maybe take my wife along too. Enjoy a delicious all-you-can-eat Sunday brunch served in the magnificent setting of our historic Grand Hall at Harvey's at Union Station. All your brunch favorites with Harvey's award-winning food, hospitality, and ambiance enjoyed in a comfortable open atmosphere. And this happens on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Prices are 28 and a half for adults. $15 for kids ages 4 to 12, and they have numbers for reservations. Some of the pictures that Union Station has had taken in recent, recent years, not bad at all. Planetarium, the planetarium's going to go Facebook Live. See, we're going to have to look at this just a second. It's a seasonal star tour. It happens between 6 and 7 o'clock tomorrow night. And I'm going to be working, so I'll miss it. Dang it. Well, well, well. What people have said about Kansas City is very true. They do care. They do care about others. And the fact that they cared as much as they did about Union Station stands to reason. I'm going to get some music up here in just a little bit. And I think the second segment's going to be music as well. We'll try to keep it as close to the train theme as I possibly can. Give the computer a moment to get up here. The train has been something that has been very special to me. I enjoy sitting back and watching... I enjoy it especially, and I'm giving away the second part. I don't want to do that just yet. Something I was able to do that's going to show up on the second part of this podcast. So, in just a little bit, just a second, around the time my enthusiasm with trains came up, 
once again. I played this particular song for this series. What do you say we play it again? Give it about 30 seconds to warm this up here. Just a second. The thing that's different. Just a second here. Matter of fact, let's get it up now. Here's the hag with the freedom train.
More about Union Station on the other side of this break. I would be remiss if I left that one train song. Here we go. Let's go on stage for the king of country music, a member of the Country Music Hall of Fame. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Roy Acuff and all the Smoky Mountain Boys. Jerry Whitehurst is at the piano. 
I'm going to try to make my way to a medley of medley of train music from not only Mr. Acuff, but Boxcar Willie and Charlie Daniels. Let me see if I can get it up here right quick. Just a second. Trying to get it all up. A lot of train, a lot of influences of trains, a lot of them, and when you see when I, when I would see trains moving when I was a kid, my gosh, it really was very very fun for me to see. I just found Charlie Daniels, Roy A. Cuff, and Boxcar Willie. Here we go. It's the very same song, and I figure we'll end this segment with it. And I'll look ahead to the next edition. Oh, perfect. We can just do it this way. Charlie Daniels, Roy Acuff, Boxcar Willie teaming together to do not only Wabash Cannonball, but also the night train to Memphis. Just a second. Uh, more commercials. Just a second here. The commercial is done and we are ready to fly. Here's the jam trio, Charlie Roy and Boxcar.
that night train to Memphis tell that engineer to pull the throttle open keep that engine stack of smoking I'm not kidding I'm not joking I'll soon be with my girl I'm hoping A look ahead to part two next. For those of you who like a good cookie, may I suggest a place to you? This is Terry Runyon from the New Directions podcast. Here to talk about the Crumble Cookie Company. Located in North Kansas City, they make several different kinds of cookies each and every day. And they sell them in different packs also. I had a chance recently to try a chocolate chip cookie from there. Oh my gosh, it was so, so good. Next time you're in the area, I invite you to stop by the Crumble Cookie Company. Try one of them out for yourself. Buy a few packs for your friends. Buy them for Christmas gifts, however you want to do it. These could be some of the best cookies you have ever had. You might even, if you so chose, wanted to bring some milk along. The Crumble Cookie Company. Very, very good stuff. One commercial I want to share with you also. In the very near future, I'm going to be debuting a new spot, probably be during the final thoughts portion. I'm going to call it Fountainside Chats. I just recorded one recently. I look to probably have it up within the next week or two. So, and there'll be more to come as I feel like I want to be feel like I want to be able to share thoughts with you. And I assure you they will be objective, I promise. Next time on the podcast, part two of Trains. I paid a visit to Union Station, and I wanted to share with you over two segments and some music thrown in, too, about what I was able to find. And I hope you enjoy what I was able to find. We will share it with you, as I said, next time out, right here on the New Directions podcast. As for final thoughts, this world would not be in very good shape, in my own personal opinion, if we did not have trains. A lot of music in, country, in the country field especially wouldn't work unless there was a train involved. There's one particular song that's going to end this week, this edition of the podcast, as well as the next, which says it all. Boxcar Willie said that Wabash Cannonball is the greatest train song in the world. He's right, it is. But I think that the greatest overall train song 
and this is these two are going to be instrumental versions is a song called Orange Blossom Special. Before I go further introducing this, it's going to wind things up for part one here on the New Directions podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. We will see you next time for part two of Union Station. To get us out of here, he was with the Country Shindig Opry and in my view has the best fiddle version of Orange Blossom Special. Here's my pal Kelly Jones. <laughs>